Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A family. A Lucas. An evil California raisin? Enter if you dare. Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology Monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss with me via the power of the internet, uh, my two best friends in the whole wide world. If it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! Hooray! Hooray! How are you two this evening? Tip top. Don't stop. Tip top. Don't stop. Uh, really loving the amount of sleep I'm getting with a one-year-old. It's oh. great. Top shelf sleep. Top shelf. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, thank you for giving us a chance. What we do around these parts is we watch anthology horror. That's a different spooky, hard quotes, story every week. Um, and this week is no exception, This guys. week is no exception. <laughs> um, we are in the second season of Monsters. It's the 24th episode. It's the final episode of this season, if you can believe it. Whoa! I can't. The epi- so we have made it through four episodes of Tales... Or, I'm sorry, four seasons of Tales from the Dark Side. Correct. Two seasons of Monsters. Correct. That's six seasons of... it, And frankly, a season of uh, Creepshow. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We've Guys, watched, we've watched wow. a lot of anthology horror. We have watched it. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, let's watch it now, too. Well, let us watch <laughs> it now. Let's watch it. Um, this episode was called The Family Man. Uh, if you don't know, I know that it's customary around these parts that we guess what this episode is about based on title alone. We call oh. it The Dark Side Guess. Who would like to go first? Uh, I can go. All right. Jen. The Family Man. It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are the good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely? <laughs> Luckily, there's a band of murderous lizard people hell-bent on leaving their sewers and enslaving humanity. Meet the new family guy. Oh, Hello. Yeah. Uh, closer than I had, I had realized. That That is, I mean, I, I'm not sure it was a lizard. I thought it was an evil raisin, but. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blow it, Mystique. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, I will go next. The family man. Will Bennett had everything he had ever wanted. A spacious house in a quiet, welcoming neighborhood, a beautiful wife and well-behaved, loving children, a fulfilling job at a company he believed in. He couldn't ask for anything more. That is, until he found a genie's lamp at a garage sale. Now Will would have to wrestle with the question, what does the man who has everything really need? That 
that's great. Matt, I, I know we've said it before, but you're, you are very thoughtful dark side guesses and they are like stories that I want to go right. I like them very much. And it's well, a good reminder of how lazy I am when I do these. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure Matt Knox has put in a cool amount of effort. I'm, I'm over here doing the work. Yeah. <laughs> and get ready for this gold nugget. <laughs> the family man. Chip Gunderson was a down-on-his-luck school teacher who could not please his wife in bed. His kids hated him because they weren't his kids because he shoots blanks. <laughs> <laughs> but when a genie and a $100 million bill falls into his lap, it seems like this guy's still going to screw it up. <laughs> the Family Man, part of ABC Family on Must See TV, only on Fox. <laughs> so it kind of seems like Matt's guess was the, like, it was like the I don't mirror, know, the, the mirror. Yeah, like the, 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 yeah. the well, I think I was going to say it was the Tales from the Dark Side version of mine. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Unfortunately, Unfortunately. none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please. Hit us up with the sweet deeds. Matt, could you please say sweet deeds? Sweet deeds. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, we watched uh, The Family Man. This is season two, episode 24, the final episode of season two. It aired June 3rd, 1990. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. A kid who doesn't like his mother's new boyfriend discovers the man's true reptile nature when he wears his old glasses. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. His old glasses? I mean, it was, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. Uh, old glasses, yeah. Uh, this was uh, directed by Michael Warren Powell. He uh, has directed a couple other Tales uh, episodes, including, uh, or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Tales from the Dark Side, yeah. Uh, he did uh, Farmer's Daughter with Soupy Sales. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it was written by Alan Coulter. Alan Coulter is more of a director, is director of Hollywoodland, uh, a bunch of episodes of Sopranos and other HBO stuff. Um, he directed a couple of apps. Um, oh, he did uh, the episode Hush, uh, the one that had the, the vacuum cleaner. That Buffy the... Oh, oh, that no, one. Not, oh, yeah, I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Um, Warren was played by Michael Gorman. Uh, I'm sorry, Michael O'Gorman. He had a couple of credits, um, not much. Angie was played by Annie, Car uh, Annie Corley. She was Meryl Streep's daughter in Bridges of Madison County. She was also in season one of The Killing, which, did you guys watch <clears throat> The Killing? I did, John? yeah. I never did. Yeah, Killing was, like, it started off great. That first season was just killer. Oh, yeah, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, she was, um, she was the, the woman who lived on the, the boat, who was, like, uh, uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was the, the, the therapist or whatever. Yeah. Or the social worker for yes. Lyndon. Yeah, yes. oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Neil was played by Calvin Armitage. Uh, this is Neil's, this is Calvin Armitage's only credit. Um, Terry was played by Kelly Rabke. She was Cat, uh, the voice of Cat on 26 episodes of Kenny the Shark. 
And uh, that's about it. Wait, wait, wait. There was something else. There was something else that she was in. Um, boo, 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 doo, doo, doo. She was in uh, a TV movie called Necessary Parties starring um, Mark Paul Gossler. Uh, 14-year-old Chris Mills goes to court to prevent his parents from ending their marriage. Oh, wow. Uh, and here is one of the uh, the IMDb uh, episode reviews. <clears throat> As with other watchers, I'm sorry, uh, 9 out of 10, surprisingly enjoyable. As with other watchers, I stumbled across this movie on YouTube. I have a thing about 80s movies, especially involving kids. They're sometimes cheesy and sometimes weird, so I expected this one to be relatively the same. I was sort of right and sort of wrong. It made me laugh many times, but actually the storyline was pretty good. Also, and this is a little off topic, but I feel like the sun shone a lot more until the 2000s. (laughs) What? What? That is... That's a thing. Very off topic. (laughs) I like to think she writes nonstop product reviews, nonstop reviews for everything. And that is how she ends every single one. <laughs> that was from charity 92. She's just like uh, getting it in there under the wire too. She's yeah. like a uh, pretty interesting vacuum cleaner. Definitely does a great job on my floor. Would recommend the attachment tool to get the stairs and the sun doesn't shine the way that it used to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least since the two thousands. So bizarre. That's really family hour. There must be something on. Oh, crispy critter is my favorite. Oh, oh, look, it's monsters. Our favorite show. Shh, shut up. <laughs> Stop it's talking. It's starting. Family. Let's watch it. Hush yourself. Quiet. Hey, Let's watch it. Zip your lip. Zip it. The door from the monsters swings wide open. And it's Boing, a... Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> my, my first note is nerd on the front porch. Lucas? <laughs> I wrote nerd on a stoop. <laughs> That was something that you would they would like make for you uh in like after school activities, right? You could get pigs in a blanket, you could get nerd on a stoop, uh you could get uh there was like uh toad in the hole. Those were all delicious uh Do you ever have toad in the hole, Matt? Oh, what's toad in the hole? Can't say that I did. Toad in the hole is is you t- <laughs> it's suddenly sounds sexual it's not mm, you ever had you a toad a, in the hole yeah you take a piece of bread uh and like you grill you like toast it in the pan and you take a little cookie cutter and cut the center out of it and then you put you crack an egg and you crack it like oh. in the hole yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. The egg is the toad the hole is the hole okay. I... <laughs> the hole is the thank hole you. yeah thank you yeah now i know and knowing is three quarters of the battle. You can still fuck it if you want to. Please. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there is a nerdlinger, and this—the way this episode starts—they do some. There are some smart things in this episode, and there's some smart things in the beginning of this episode, where I was like, okay, 
no kid right now would be wearing glasses like that. But they like explain it. Um, mm-hmm. And I liked well, the actress in the beginning of it. I, I wrote this is answering my questions. Let's slow down a little bit. All right. Because, yes, we've got the nerd on the top of a porch step. Yeah. So it's only like three or four steps. And his sister comes out with all the fixings mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a barbecue. Looks like it's Hamburger City, USA. Population ketchup and mustard. So in this scene, we've got we've got the brother, we've got the sister, we've got the mother, and we've got the music. <laughs> the music at this point is a strong contender for scene stealer because again, <laughs> who mixed this? Why is this still happening? Is it is it the mix on this? And and why it's, is it in this? It's it's got to be something with with like all the transfers it has to do with the transfers right like that's the loudest thing on the track so once it it just got sweetened to the point it's insane well let me talk about subtle first lines the 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 sister says something and then it's since dad died you hadn't seen you haven't had anyone meet the family (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, it's official. I have cancer. <laughs> no Everyone's subtlety in this very episode. Cavalier about dad's death. I mean, the kid, the son, seems to be the only one who has a a proper reaction to this death. Because yeah. because they don't lead with the dad's been dead since he was born. Right. This dad has been dead for a year and a half. I, I, I oh, it hasn't been? It. I, I, I know they mentioned it, and I, I had somehow missed it, and I meant to go back. It was a year and a half? It was a year and a half. Wow, that's not a lot of time. That's a fast yeah, that's... turnover for a two-child family, and this mm. daughter is ready for any man to come into that house. Yeah. She I have a real so, uh, issue with this daughter's like, like how excited she is that this man is coming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean full disclosure, 13-year-old Matt would have would have had his heart pumping out of his chest like a Tex Avery cartoon oh, if he had yes. seen this girl like in person, ripped jeans. Like I don't, I don't remember what those kind of like that stylish shirt was. The but, half shirt. Yeah, but it, like the stripy one. Like I, oh yeah, and I would have, I would have been out of my mind if I had seen her as a little kid. So. Oh yeah, absolutely, no doubt, guaranteed. Boing. Let's so uh... anyway, she. My third note is move it nerd <laughs> because when she's bringing the condiments out and he's in the way like she practically kicks him to get him out of the way and that's when she does your you know right since dad died stuff no i know and like go ahead jen uh the the mom and the sister have a very weird relationship <laughs> i would say because they seem like too close I am not comfortable with this 
mom daughter relationship and i get that it it's is it is a like, weird it is a weird they are way I, more gal pals than they are yes. mother and daughter yeah yeah because this conversation that she has is just like mom you gotta get back out there and she's like yeah i know he's a psychologist but I don't know why he would want to, you know, knock the barnacles off of this old puss. Like, it's been a year and a half. Like, this family is hungry for a man. I guess I don't <laughs> understand why, story-wise, they didn't make it that it had been much longer since, since the father years. died. Seven yeah. years. And that, you know... The, the son is still so touchy about it, so she doesn't bring, but they've been dating for a long time. And maybe the sister has met him, too, because the way this goes, it's like this is just four years. He was three yeah. or four, because how yeah. old do we think Nerdlinger is? I was I was thinking that he was nine or ten. Yeah, that's kind of where eight, I was nine, putting ten. him to eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So if it would have been four years, that feels like enough time to try to get back out there yeah but their conversation between the mother and the daughter is like he ain't asked you to marry him because yeah. because i guess we can't sleep together if we're not married also like you should not be i don't know why you're that interested in who your mom is banging oh yeah there there's a lot of red flags in their relationship yeah. But so this was the first time this guy is coming over. Didn't she make it sound like they were sort of newly dating? Three dates. They had been on three dates, okay. just like she and her husband had only been on three dates. Okay. Well, that's another red flag. It is a huge red flag. Yeah. So the, the uh, what's his name? Warren? Is that his name? Warren. Yes, Warren. Yeah, Warren, Warren is the the boyfriend, uh, and it's like it's it's weird because it's supposed to be outdoors, but it's clearly on a soundstage. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> my notes. My notes go over that. Yeah. It's... Like they forgot to have the sky. Like don't have it outside. Then it's very weird. Yeah. It... So he shows up, and uh, you know. The daughter is in the background, like thumbs up, like yeah, mom, I I'd tap that. Dude, their meeting is horrifying because yeah. the daughter is basically like, yeah. Well, I wasn't I wasn't a real huge fan of. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I'm like, is now how much have we talked about Nerdlinger's glasses? We have not. He starts the episode with these thick Coke bottle glasses that make him look like a a, a kid from the fifth and a nerd. But also they are like very 50s glasses. They are too big for him. I am annoyed by this. But it is is explained that it is – they are his father's glasses. Yes. So that is why I described him as Lucas because Lucas wears those glasses in the movie Lucas. And – I just I like I was sitting there during this thinking like what time frame is this because the daughter is dressed like it's Same. the early Same. 90s yeah. and he's dressed like a fucking you know like he was a the you know the fifth cast member in fucking 
uh, stand by me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> but the mom does say, "We got you new glasses. glasses you look yeah. like we can't afford to get you glasses. Take yeah. those off." Yes, yeah, that's why embarrassing mom don't even work. That's where I wrote this line. Neil's glasses make him look stupid. Son, you're making us look like one of the poor's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, these glasses are big, but they, the glasses themselves, like the, the glass inside of those glasses is huge, but they are the size of his head. It wasn't like they were falling off of his head. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was something that I wrote is like dad's old glasses fit a child. Like if it's, I mean, there's no way that an adult's glasses fit the head, even a huge cranium like this kid, there's, there's no way that they would fit the head of like a, a nine or 10 year old. Just Yeah. But they that, do that, that because took me, that took TV. me out of the story. guys. <laughs> That's what took you out. His father was officer small. <laughs> well, I love, I love what happens next. So we get introduced to, um, the, uh, the bow hunk. What is his name? I cannot remember for the life. Warren. So Warren swoops in, the daughter basically fawns all over him, bites her hand at the mom to be like, he's caliente. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but she snubs him for the kiss because he goes in yeah. for it. And then yeah, he's, I just wrote, oh, yeah. rejected. <laughs> but then he's like, well, I brought you flowers anyway. And then casually talks about her husband's death. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say how hot her daughter is. Yeah, no. The whole thing is weird. It is. It is really. It weird. has a very gross vibe to it. It does. Yeah. The part that's supposed to be normal it has, is not like you're not <laughs> setting this up as. I think this would work well if it was set up as like, oh, this is all perfectly normal, and maybe that's what it was supposed to be. Maybe that's what this is what normal was like in 1990. I can't remember. Anymore. I can't remember, but uh, I yeah, it's it's hard to remember. I can tell you that. She makes a request for Warren. The mom makes a request for Warren to, you know, go check on him. See how he's doing. Which I have a really big problem with this. This makes me insane. So this is a stranger. You were sending a stranger that you've been been on three dates with. To go talk to your son. So it's one thing just to be like, oh, I, you know. I want a man to talk to my son. This he doesn't even know this guy. Why would you do that to your kid? That's so shitty. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Well, we go up to his room. His sister comes in. She's making fun of him and being like, "You are ruining mom getting reamed by this dude. So yeah, you got to yeah. chill out because mom needs the D." And he's like, yeah. "I have a RoboCop poster." <laughs> his, his, we got to talk about this kid's room. This kid's room was something else. Is a shrine to he had he had uh, like all sorts of. They were police signs, but they were yeah. like the lamest. It was like no trespassing and, and airport uh, and, police. Well, the, so there was also one that was uh, reward offered for information on anyone defacing the property. Yeah, where it was like. His dad just took the most embarrassing signs no one wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's left, guys, I'll just take the... Oh, okay. I need one for my kid, but oh, you're going to take the yield? Okay. 
<laughs> well, he um, Warren isn't in the room yet, and the sister is talking to to Neil, and Neil's like, "You know what? I'm not going to wear these new glasses. I'm going to wear Dad's old glasses." So he puts his dad's old glasses on, and Warren walks through the door with his mother. And who wants to describe what happens? It's They Live. That's what I wrote. Yeah. I wrote, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a They Live episode, all caps. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Warren goes, I've heard a lot about you. Now, what? I think Matt nailed it because he looks like what, Matty? Uh, he looks like an evil California raisin. <laughs> the, the makeup is very good, and it also is, it is really good. Like I like his dentures. Like the the whole application yeah, is good. It's yeah, just yeah. Continue, man. I'm sorry. It's, I, it's I business casual alien. <laughs> <laughs> And, and like he does, he looks good, but also, I really, it made me think of Alien Nation. A little bit, a little bit. A the little TV bit. show, in like the, in like the third season, where they're like, nah, we're really we're running on fumes here. <laughs> Just wear this trash can. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the detail and everything looks great. It's a They Live episode. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot about you, and that is an act, act break. break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. I know. What do these things want, and why are they here? You still don't get it, do you, boy? They have recruited the rich and the powerful. They're running the whole show. Wake up! They're all about you, all around you. Blind us to the truth. Take a look. They are safe as long as they are not discovered. I don't know what they are or where they came from, but we gotta stop them. Stay away from me. Put these on. They have us. Look at them. They're everywhere. We have no other choice. I don't like this one. Leave it alone, man. It ain't none of my business. Ain't none of yours. We have been lulled into a trance. This is what I'm saying to you. We're in trouble. The whole world's in trouble. Control us! You're sending some kind of signals on TV sets. I've got one that can see. Mama don't like tattletales. Now we start spilling some blood. Let's go! Push I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick it. And I'm all out of bubblegum. remember the first time i saw that movie oh yeah me too because dougie rented it and i was like i loved roddy roddy piper mm -hmm. um he was like my favorite wrestler because he was the best heel 
pretty much of all time in my mind. Um, he was, it was, he was a heel sort of, I mean, he was a hero heel. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back. All right, here we go. It's the second act. This one's pretty short, actually. There's not, there's not anything, but I'm yelling at Neil hardcore to be like, stop making it so obvious that the glasses help you see him as an alien. Yeah. Yeah. Neil, Neil is a. For a nerdlinger, Neil's a, a little dull. He yeah. does everything short of saying, hey, these glasses make you look like a monster. <laughs> and I am not here for it. Yeah. No, and, and he also, he goes into, so Warren is in his room and he's kind of giving him some very, like, psychobabbly stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now now we got young Neil in his room, and his sister's like, what is your problem? It's like, you just got to look at him through these glasses. No. And everybody's being pretty shitty to him. This is another one of those those things where it's like, this episode would be wrapped up very neatly if everybody was just like, okay, sure, I'll look in your glasses. Holy crap. Yeah. Who, I, I feel what like are my you? kid was hysterical and being like, you just have... Also, he is not a great actor. No, he's not. No, he is not a great actor. But he's he's doing his best. Uh, is this when the, uh, they, they're making out? Yeah, this is... So, yeah. Um... So they're Mom making and Warren go downstairs, and I think that's when um, Terry yells at, um, yeah. at Nerdlinger. And so then it cuts back to Warren putting the moves on Angie. Okay, yeah, she's it's... going for it. Angie is very into it she and is... leaning over to do it while she talks about the death of her husband. Yeah, it's – Yeah, again, timing – the daughter comes out, catches them, like, right about to really go to the bone zone. And is like, hey. I'll get macaroni salad. You want any macaroni yeah. salad? And he's like, yeah. I'll put my dick in the hole. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. That means it's real tiny. And then I'm like, again, I'm like, this is a year and a half after your husband's death. Oh, well, also, you know, being being a guy who, you know, until recently was, you know, single for a long time, mm-hmm. I, I had dated, a, you know, a woman or two that had kids. And I can tell you that three dates in, you don't get introduced to those kids. Fuck it no. is months. Yeah. 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 And like, rightfully so. Randos around your kids. Yeah, for real. No, you got a vet. Especially, especially one that as soon as he meets your daughter, talks about how good looking she is. No, oh, that was no, the creepiest no, line. No, 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 no. Oh, you got your mom's good looks, oh, and then really? like but she practically fans herself. Yeah, you know, just mm, no, 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 no. Yeah, that whole so exchange is there, gross. They it have was like, so they're kind of talking about you know uh, the. Nerdlinger having a hard time, Neil having a hard time, whatever. And Warren jumps up. He's going to cook burgers. 
it, but he hasn't done it for a while. Why is he cooking burgers at her house that doesn't why have the sun? Why is he wearing an apron? He has an apron on, if you didn't notice. I didn't notice. Yeah, he, he okay, did. Guys. Here's my theory that they're positing. They're preempting that he invades and takes over as the alien with these moves. But they're so cerebral that you will not catch them on first watch. And they're also lame and terrible. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, um, I really do think that's why. is because I think they don't... This is him doing all the right things. This is him doing all the right things. Because he's about to go up and talk to Neil and let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. And and be like, yep, I'm an alien, and yep, I'm going to kill your family, and yep, why don't you go along with it? Because everything's cool. So was he an alien, or was he... I thought that they said that he was like a species from... Like an old species from the, the center, center of the Earth. Of the Earth. Sure. Yeah, it's... Sure. Um, so... While he's while he's on burger duty, uh, Neil starts groaning upstairs. My tummy um, hurts. It, so it reminded me. Poop. It reminded me of uh, when Bart was faking being sick, and he said, "Oh, my ovaries." <laughs> <laughs> um, but so uh, he's he's sick, and he thinks he's gonna barf. And I actually thought this part was funny because his mom was like, "Okay." Barf in the bathroom. There's a bathroom the hall for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is DTF. Ain't yeah. nothing yeah. stopping short of the third act. Her yeah. going yeah. to the bone zone. Which, uh, spoiler alert, is a very wide turn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Really. Really wide turn. Uh, so he cooks a burger. Is, well, so this is where I wrote down Terry want to pound on Neil because one. Oh, she's oh yeah. Many times. Yeah. Well, hey, she's like, do you want me to go pound on him? We're like, we're. What would have been better of her being dressed like that is her having a cigarette pack yeah. rolled up into her sleeve. Right. Um. But instead, no, uh, Warren's like, no, I'll go talk to him. I'm a psychologist after all. Uh, hey. Supposedly you are. You've been around for three dates. Yeah. <laughs> Do we really I know? I mean, the Dirty John um, guy got more time uh, away from <laughs> Gross. He, he is moving in. He is like, you know what? Let me just take him a Berg. I'm the king of Bergs. Every talk. Everybody did gonna... we did we talk about how in the first act, uh, Angie the mom thought that he was coming to propose? Like after yes. uh, Terry, after Terry mentioned, or, or I'm sorry, after Angie mentioned to Terry that their dad had proposed on the third date, um, now she thought that um, she thought that Warren was coming over and he was going to propose on the third date. And my note was this, man, this bitch have one, must have one pussy because <laughs> how is she getting, how is she getting three guys to propose on the third date yeah. in a row? That's ugh. ain't happening. No, no. 
But I did write, this mom's got a case of the needs it. <laughs> it's a very weird, like, it, I don't understand, like, there are these contrivances that I don't understand why they're like this. Well, because it, it, it probably added a minute and a half to two minutes to the runtime. I guess. So one thing that I thought was was weird and unsettling is when Neil thinks his mom is coming up, like he listens for footsteps. And as soon as he hears it, he runs and jumps on the get bed and gets in like a really weird position. I did not notice that. Oh, it was it was what was it weird. like? Like to get his temperature taken. No, it, I mean, honestly, to me, it it made me think of those weird Vicks VapoRub commercials where it was the little kid, like, sitting on his back while the mom was putting, like, the VapoRub on his chest. Yeah. It, it was just unsettling. Okay. And that's what it reminded me of, where it was like, what the, what the fuck is up with this family? Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Warren is the least of our concern right. here. <laughs> Uh, so he he hears heavier footsteps than his mom. So that's when he like kind of snaps out of his his weird pose and kind of goes to the other side of the bed. And that's when Warren opens the door and he's like, "Hey, little buddy, uh, I thought that I thought that maybe you felt sick because you were hungry." Which like I think on its like, face sounds weird, but I get dick. hungry. I I get sick all the time from being hungry. So, yeah. like, that part that part actually made sense to me. Um, but, so, this is when Neil kind of... I, I think he might say, like, a couple times, like, I'm on to your, you know, your bullshit or whatever. And Warren actually has... He handles the, this, and I think, it is in what is, I think, a really polite way, where he's like, so... I know that that you love your mom and, and your sister and that I'm coming in, but, you know, sometimes people can use that love as a weapon and they can end up hurting the people they love by keeping other people out. Uh, and, and I'm like, what a weird ramble about love. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's some it's supposed to be that like psychologist talk, but it's so yeah. odd. It, it, it this is. would work. This would help no one. Right. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes love's like a tree that you need to prune with fire. You know, the thing people don't understand about love is that to it's better to give than it is to receive. For if you receive love, you have to four fingers pointing back at you and uh, <laughs> if you've got three in the hand and one in the bush you know you're in love <laughs> what? Wait, wait can I be your dad <laughs> is that cool <laughs> so after after this you know this this little speech of Warren's I believe that Neil's only response is what are you anyway um so, His, yeah, so let's just talk about the refined acting of Neil here. For oh, yeah, <laughs> bad calling this kid out, but like this kid, this is his first gig or second gig or whatever. Gig. He's, yeah. he's doing his, his best. I'm he's sure doing the best he can, but boy, oh boy, 
So he rightly this kid... whatever his day job was. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's now making reality TV or yeah. <laughs> making a Thirsty Housewives triple X series. Yeah. Um, this kid reminded me so much of a friend of mine in grade school named Mike Capso Cavavis. He, like, even down to the glasses, like, wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty unsettling. Um, so anyway, yeah, this is where Neil and Warren uh, kind of get into the conversation where Neil's like, I know you're a monster dude. The jig's up. I can see you with these glasses when I take them off. You're a regular dude. When I put them on, you're a monster. Watch. I'm going to keep doing it over and over to make my point across, even though I did in a, you know, a couple scenes ago. Um, and so um, Warren, for, for a second or two, engages in the like, well, so, you know, why can you... say you... monster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you mean that's... that I'm a threat to your household? No, I mean you. You, you I can see you the way you are. I see who you you are. You, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, bad, you baddie, me good. So, you can only see me with those glasses on. Yeah, those glasses in your hand. Yeah. Huh. Hey, let me see those yoink. for a second. <laughs> it, it might as well have been yoink, and that is an act break. Yeah. And uh. Give them back, and we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Dial an insult. Ooh. Oh, I can't wait to watch this video. That, that Dial is... an insult. Ooh. Oh my god. You're dumb, you're fat, you're overweight. No one cares about you. Don't procreate. Just die in the dirt and bury yourself. Nobody cares about you. You should die. Dial an insult. <laughs> Dial an insult. <laughs> I look at you. I want to puke on your face. It would be an improvement. Dial an <laughs> I wonder when you'll stop being a person. <laughs> Those that are was, great. Uh, that was amazing. That was, that was pretty nuts. Yeah. Well, I found that with the very subtle uh, Google search of horny housewife 1900 numbers. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I got a lot of what seems to be the beginning of a porn. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just t- ten horny housewives, and then um, and then it just was like, no, I need no some more horny housewives jumping on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> One fell off and broke her. Monica, the doctor, and the doctor said, hey, Ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> I can provide that vitamin D. 
<laughs> All right, and we're back. You did it on purpose. You broke my glasses, you monster. <laughs> yeah, so what? Prove it. So this had what I believe is the is the best effect. Yeah. Which one? Which effect? Um the the effect where he, he <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh where he pulls the glasses where this is where Warren has yes. the glasses. Yes. And he puts the glasses yeah. up and you can see through the glasses yeah. when he's a monster, but the rest of his face stays there. That was like that was something that I would see now and be like big deal. But in nineteen ninety that was No, that was cool. That was a really good effect. I yeah. I I give them a lot of credit for that. So now that the glasses are broke, the dad is uh, the Warren character the Warren. is like, look, our kind needs your kind. We need your life force. We need the force of your family. Like this was very, it's not just the people he needs to get into. There's something special about families that they eat. Look, there's something about me going to town and your mom. <laughs> And then, like, your sister may be watching, and then you masturbating maybe in a closet <laughs> while a pie cools. That's the America I know. That's, yeah, pretty, that's the kind sure of monster. That's the kind of monster I am. <laughs> I'm not going to touch you, kids. No. But I'm going to imagine you're watching. Yes. God. That's what oh, kind of monster terrible. I am. Uh, I mean, because I'm still a monster at the end of the day. Oh, I'm a monster. <laughs> so he smashes his glasses and yeah. tells the kid, "Like, oh, sorry, guess you're guess you're fucked." Uh, hey, kid, guess what? There's things older than your race on this world, and yep. uh, our kind needs your kind. We need your life force. So it's kind of better for you if you forget about this. Just let it happen, bro. Just yeah. let it happen. We cut back to downstairs. Now Warren is back with the mom. And Warren has proposed. Yes. Uh, but he tells her, you don't have to answer now. Just think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and Terry, um, I think, knows and is like fucking dancing like the Peanuts characters. and. Oh, yeah. She's like, can I be a bridesmaid? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Mom, can I be a bri bridesmaid? Again, this mom has a case of the needs it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sister again is like, if fucking Neil screws this up, I'll kill him for you. I, I will take yeah. him. I got a bat. Yeah. Uh, while they're all rejoicing and celebrating. <sighs> guys. This kid comes out with a gun. With a service revolver from the 20s. Roughly the size of yeah. his own body. <laughs> this was the most pathetic pea shooter I've ever seen. <laughs> it might as well have just had the red caps <laughs> stringed out the back of it. This gun looked fake with a capital F. 
<laughs> yes. But this kid means business. Oh, because he's really selling the acting now. <laughs> I wrote, Mom, I love you. Spoken after the weakest diatribe a person could give. Okay. Yeah, he, he talks about how Warren is a, a parasite or something. But So what I loved was that uh, Warren tries to talk to him and he's like, hey, bud, let, let's just calm down. You, you shut, shut up, up, you. you. <laughs> You get out of here, you. He says it like yeah. separate yeah. Yes. I, I wrote both of those. Um, so the mom yells at him for totally cock-blocking her. Um, just accept that your dad died, dude. It sucks. Sucks for all of us, but you need to accept it. And if you're going to shoot him, you're going to have to shoot me. And I know you don't want to do that. So let's just put the gun down. Yeah. So he. And then mom wanders off. Oh, (laughs) first, first opportunity she can get to not be in the line of fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, so Neil shoots Warren. Now this is the part of a thousand questions. Yeah. Because he shoots Warren, and Warren breaks kayfabe immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... And he's like, oh, I'm an now, alien! Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, now everybody can see, and he's he's bleeding... Green. Oh, uh, God. Uh, yep, Malax? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He's bleeding Malax mixed with a night Nyquil, and and so Terry and Mom freak out. Mom starts filling him with lead. The yeah, man she, she loved. Oh yeah, she she's like, let me see that. And, uh, yeah, empty. Yeah, and empties it in Warren. She opens a typewriter on this clown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wouldn't you ask some questions? Wouldn't you be like, wait, what are you? What are you doing here? I thought you made me love you. Maybe it's like a misunderstanding and he's just horribly deformed or something. And he's, he's had an accident in a green factory, but he still loves her. Maybe maybe he's a good alien like E.T. You don't know. You don't know, but what you do know is that this kid means business because <laughs> he's basically this ending. So now Warren is dead. Neil and yeah, the family on the ground comes in for an embrace, and we get the funniest crane shot I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. So I have I have something I have to point out here. Cause I thought this was really weird. The mom kind of like is drops down a little bit to hug the kids, and it looks like she grabs the daughter's butt. <laughs> I did it, not it, see that. It, it was it was like like my my creepy 
you know, radar was was on full effect for this entire episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I that it, that was the weirdest screenshot. Like, if it wasn't obvious that they were in a soundstage, it was in that crane shot. <laughs> that was that was bananas. Well, she the mom has her hand on the daughter's wrist, and then yeah, she puts her hand around. But let me just share my screen with you two and and fellow uh, listeners. This uh, we didn't have the DVDs for this, so all of us watch this on YouTube. And unlike the regular search for it, we had to put monsters two by twenty four, the family man, in order to yeah. find it. But I'm going to share this screen with you, and I just want you to answer me this one question. Um, Does he now look like a sack of potatoes? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with a yes. It really looks like when you go to a cider mill, and they're like... Uh, Yes. Uh, Matt, I have... I have actually built those corpses. Yeah, it looks like one of those because his feet are all weird. Um, I didn't notice that his hand was like a pincer, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So it, it looks like he's got three fingers, maybe. It's like they made the dummy that was gonna like take the pops, you know, do, they were gonna do the shooting on, but yeah. then didn't swap him back in in the costume. It's like still the dummy on the ground. Yeah. I mean, it does look like she has her hand on the butt, right? I mean, that is at least butt adjacent. It is, but I I give her a pass there. But this, what a crane shot. I mean, just (laughs) look at this. Like, that cost extra money to get. And why? Like, unnecessary. Where is the sky? Produced by Richard Uh, P. Rubenstein. Unless maybe. Maybe the reason why they had it on this sound stage to begin with is because they knew they already had the crane. Did they build this whole episode off the crane? This it was all on this last shot. Yes, they had this last shot in mind, and they worked retroactively to build the scene. Oh God, we've got a credit. Episode. We've got a credit with the crane guy, and we got to use it before the end of the year. So. Uh... <laughs> Well, you really yeah. need to tell me what cotillion they stole this bench from. <laughs> like, this house it looks like dirt shit. And then they've got this fancy-ass <laughs> bench here. Oh, uh, never mind. I'm, I, I'm... I, you know, as a person who has a lawn, I would, uh, I would like to know <laughs> hey, how fancy that is pants. supposed to... No, I, okay, I would like to know how that is... In any way supposed to resemble a lawn and not carpet. What do you mean? That's that's totally not. The... What do you mean? Your your lawn doesn't look like that. It's not plastic and evenly uh... symmetrical and perfect. Yeah. <sighs> so Weird app. that's the app. Um, let's go to the writers' room and let's go to the complaint room because I have a lot of complaints here. <laughs> First and foremost. Once Neil shoots Warren, kayfabe breaks and he becomes the alien. So you mean to tell me that no human 
in the history of mo- the modern era has killed one of these guys or hurt one of these guys so they stop projecting this this image of you know or excreting the pheromone or whatever the fuck they're doing that made I, 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 I no sense not yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you, you're telling me that one of them hasn't died in a car accident or something? I mean... Well, we don't know how many of them there are. I guess I'll, I'll play... Fair, them fair enough. And he he did make mention of how, um, you know, families come and go. They die after years. I still remain. Yeah, so, so like he who knows how old quick. he actually is? But let's go back to the beginning of the question. The father was a policeman. He yes. had the glasses that revealed the they live people. Yeah. So oh, that tells me that this is known. <laughs> you know, like. Well, so, so wait. Though, how hold deep on. down the spider hole do we go? So one of the things that Warren mentions, and because it, it went on for like at least a minute, uh, as he talks about how glass is a, is a funny thing. Um you know, the the sand is never the same, and the chemical compositions uh, are always different. The thickness, the blah, 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 blah. Glasses are always different. Glasses are always unique and one of a kind. And the glasses you have happen to show that I'm a monster. But uh, sure, would, sure would be unfortunate if something happened to these glasses. Crack. So I, I think that, you know, it... it they they try to explain just like you know the whose glasses are these thing. I think that they they do try to explain how his glasses can see them and other people's glasses can't. Um, it's a weak excuse. Don't get me wrong. Um, so was the dad seeing these things, or so did it just never was, happen? That was something that I I was wondering is did like. Because I thought it was going to come out that this guy him. had like killed, yeah, had killed yeah. his dad. Yeah, because he could see them. Yeah. Right. That 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 was like. There is so many more interesting stories than what we got with this, yeah. and just yeah. go watch They Live because They Live right. actually, yeah, covers what I want them to cover in this episode. Right. But yeah, I. I agree. I do love the idea of discovering that the man who's there um, for your mother isn't what he appears. I mean, that's classic horror trope sure. right there. Yeah. But they, uh, I mean, the episode goes up because we filmed it. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, this was, this was the season finale of the show. Or, you and, know, if you're gonna go out, go out, I guess. I mean, just stop. <laughs> stop making... <laughs> Please stop making these. Why do we have another season of this? Yeah! Uh, well, so, the, the reason why we have uh, season three is so we can get to the episode with Stanley Tucci and Tony Shalhoub. Which I actually, I actually really liked that episode, so I'm looking forward to that one. Well... We'll find out together if it holds up. God, let's hope so. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. Is I I haven't watched that episode in a long time. Yeah. Well, let's uh, get a scale, Jen. 
scale of uh, scale of one to ten magic glasses. Five. Four and a half. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I think that I would I would give it a five. It's a five for makeup alone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, the the that is fine, but yeah, it's not. Don't go out of your way to see this. Uh, no, no, just just go to just. I don't even know where to tell him to go. I didn't I, hate just, the episode, but I, I didn't hate it. It's just there were there were so many concerning things. On uh, I, yeah, I I don't even know, man. So, um, next week would be the transmissionies. Yes. Um, so we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> so that just means being honest, eh, we might take a week break and then we'll be back with the transmissionies. Yeah. Um, because we got to listen to a ton of episodes and, uh, Hey, if you have a favorite moment from this season of monsters, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We would love uh, to be able to cut that clip. And, yes, uh, please do her work for us. And then <laughs> just put in the transmission ease and not use it to tell anybody else about our show. We're great at marketing. <laughs> but we're grateful for you. Jen, Matt, did I forget anything? Uh, try, try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by... Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.